NFL in points per game, while the Jets' defense allows the fewest. Gronkowski's got a touchdown! They collide this Sunday with first place in the AFC East on the line. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being presented in part by AlignMed, by Source, by Athletico, by ATI Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Don Joy Orthopedics, by Karen Mulkin Health Consulting, by Integrated Orthopedics, and by MedWest. I'll soon be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-head team physician of the Chicago White Sox, and sports medicine specialist from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. And the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Reading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit Allosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJO global.com you're listening to sports medicine weekly with steve cashel and dr brian cole on espn 1000 back here on the saturday morning steve cashel and dr brian cole it's sports medicine weekly and dr cole how many rugby players uh, do you have as patients is that common yeah it's common i would say uh it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when some of these guys get hurt a lot of the guys i take care of are are playing in local chicago leagues and you know they have day jobs, but they take it very seriously, and uh, uh, they just play their hearts out at almost any age. So I've seen, gosh, I mean, just a, uh, you know, dozens of shoulder and elbow and knee injuries and some foot. Rough ankle. sport, isn't it? It's a brutal sport, but it's an exciting sport, and it's and it's just grown tremendously. We've got a couple of guys in studio with us uh, from the Chicago Lions rugby team. Uh, 
One gentleman, Mike Harriet, the former captain of the University of Chicago football team, had concussions, now plays rugby with the Chicago Lions. We've got the team captain from the Chicago Lions rugby team. Luke Thiem is with us, and uh, he was a patient uh, of yours, right? Well, I'll, yeah, Luke was a patient, so he's, I've a, I asked him ahead of time if I could mention that, but I'm going to let him describe what he's said. Luke has had a number of injuries, but recovers beautifully and just gets right back out there. Luke, how are you? Thanks for joining us this morning, guys. I'm doing well, Dr. Cole. Thanks for having us. What? How many, how many, injury, how many surgeries have you had? Um, I've had three severe surgeries and a PRP. Yeah, so I know we did your PEC. You did my PEC most recently. Your ACL. ACL, yes, sir. And uh, then you had this. What, what, what else did you have? Um, I had a. Uh, I broke my ankle in 2010. Yeah, and all rugby related, obviously. All rugby related. And you're captain and playing now. That's the important thing, right? Still trucking, Doctor. Yeah, Cole. great, awesome. <laughs> Nothing keeps you down, huh, Luke? You just keep going. I mean, it's part of the game. It's 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 definitely a, like you said a, a contact sport, and it's all about the recovery. Yeah, we always love when Luke comes in the office because well, all the assistants flock. So, you can, and then you know they just kind of show up like, "What are you guys doing up here?" You know? <laughs> um, but uh, talk about the females. Yeah, the female assistants. There you go. Hey, Luke. Um, um, you know what? Uh, how many have you had concussions as well? I've I have had some concussions. Okay. All right. So I know you and Mike got together. Uh, a way to improve uh, brain health in uh, in contact sports. Is that right? Yes, sir. We, we've been working really hard for the last two years to develop a way to proactively address the concussion issue in, con- in contact sports. Good. So, Mike, uh, I want to bring you in right now here in the studio. And, um, Mike Harriet, uh, tell us a little bit about um, your, your product. I guess it's uh, you guys are the co-founder of Remind Recover. What does that mean? We worked with uh, Dr. Michael Lewis to help contact sport athletes take a more proactive approach to brain health. Dr. Lewis has been a leader in using omega-3s to help soldiers recover from the brain injuries they receive in battle. And we wanted to apply the same thing to football and to other contact sports because we both had concussions ourselves playing rugby. So this is sort of, uh, it's an oral, uh, can I call it a supplement? I don't, it may not yeah. fall in that category. So it's not a, not a drug, not regulated by the FDA, using things that we know now, right, but packaged in a way that is has some science behind it that is, is supports brain health after, after injury, per se, yep. but also not only for an injury situation. Yep, even though subconcussive hits can add up over time. Just like an athlete will take a protein shake after they go to the gym to help their muscles recover, Remind Recover does the same thing for the brain. It gives the building blocks that it needs to support recovery and support healthy brain function. So, so you mentioned Dr. Lewis. So, was did you take an existing uh, product and modify it? What, how, what what was your guys' involvement? We created a whole new product based off Dr. Lewis's protocol. Made it easier for the athletes to take. So it's in a simple two ounce bottle that an athlete can easily drink after a practice. What's it called? Uh, the product's called Remind Recover. And what's in it? Uh, the product contains uh, different cofactors and vitamins and uh, to help with absorption. And the main ingredient is omega-3s in a liquid triglyceride form, which is more absorbable. And so that's why it's almost better than pill form, right? The liquid form of fish oil? Yes, the liquid form of fish oil is pretty universally known as a better, a better form. So tell me, I'm always interested in the science because I, you know... I, there's so much out there when you're dealing with an unregulated in- industry. You, you know, there's certain things you can say and you can't say, but um, much of what's out there isn't controlled. We don't know about the absorption, the availability, things like that. Just give me in a kernel because this, this is what I'll find most interesting is what's the, the, the crux of the science that you guys have showing that this stuff works? 
the best uh, support for the product is that we've had it independently tested at the Salk Institute for Biological Studies, which shown to have neuroprotective benefits and help nerve cells survive stress up to five times better. What what uh, kind of what kind, what was do you know what the model was? Was it an animal model? Uh, it was a cellular based model um, where an insult was applied to cells, and then uh, the recovery was judged after that. Uh, we're currently working with Dr. Michael Lewis and Dr. Pam Marr from the Salk Institute on actually having that published in a neuro, in a neurology journal. Um, the the basic science is that your brain is made of fat. Uh, it's about 60% fat, and omega-3s are a crucial building block of the brain. Most athletes are very deficient in omega-3s because they're not eating a lot of salmon. They don't have a lot of fish in their diet. And if you're deficient in those building blocks, you're going to have a hard time recovering um, when your brain you know, takes the hits that it does, You know, playing football, playing rugby. It's part of the game that, you know, as Luke mentioned, we both love. Um, we just wanted to help athletes take a more proactive approach to uh, to recovery. Let's bring on uh, Dr. Michael Lewis right now, again, president of the Brain uh, Health Education and Research Institute. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Our show is Sports Medicine Weekly. In studio with us is uh, Mike Harriet and also uh, Luke Thiem, two uh, members of the Chicago Lions Rugby Club who have uh, uh, developed a, uh, a way to improve brain health in, in contact sports. Dr. Lewis, thanks so much for, for joining us. And, um uh, can you give us your thoughts about the role that nutrition and omega-3s play in supporting brain health for, for contact sport athletes? Well, one of the things that, uh, that I really have pursued over the last seven, eight years with the military, and then since I've retired uh, working a little more with, uh, with athletes, is the idea of two things. One is that proactively uh, omega-3s can help increase the resilience of the brain to withstand an injury. Um, and if an injury does occur, to basically saturate the brain with the omega-3s, and it helps recovery. And, and I've had um, tons of clinical experience with hundreds of athletes, hundreds of uh, people, um, and it's all about the dosage. And, and the Remind Recover product that Mike and Luke have put together has really helped make taking a good dose a lot easier. Have, have there been any, uh, it sounds like you guys did some in vitro or cellular work. Is that fair to say what was done already? It's That's definitely uh, the Salk Institute out in San Diego has done some of the in vitro work. Uh, I'm, I'm a clinician, so I'm a physician. Uh, I have a concussion clinic in the Bethesda, Maryland, outside the D.C. area, and as well as my experience with the military. And... Uh, but also very much interested in pursuing um, the scientific way to approach that. And so I've been working with a couple of universities in uh, Texas, for example, had a couple of studies that are in the process of being public uh, published. Um, but they're, my focus is on people, not, not so much on the cell models and, or animal models. Do you, has, there, has there been any, like with using omega-3s and so forth, has, have there been any controlled trials looking at it's very tough to do because there's so much heterogeneity there's so much um, variability amongst individuals so it would probably take a huge study but you know is there anything in the works where you know placebo versus using something like mind recover there's definitely a couple of things that are in the works um, there's if you look in um, the NIH trial data there's a couple of trials going on and I believe it's North Carolina or it might be South Carolina that are actively recruiting people to look at versus placebo. My biggest concern is dosage. 
um, that you really have to saturate. And this is something that I learned from actually some somebody that's in Chicago now, uh, Dr. Julian Bales, who's at uh, uh, the head of neurosurgery at the North Shore Medical Systems up in the on the Chicago shores up there. And uh, and I've had a chance to work with him on on the Pop Warner Youth Football Committee and um, and a couple other opportunities and published a couple of things with him and. What he really taught me is you really have to saturate the brain uh, for in order for it to heal. So we've had a couple, we published a couple of case studies, uh, but as far as doing the, the whole placebo-controlled clinical trial, it's, it's just difficult. It's, it's either yeah. large numbers or just getting um, just getting the funding to be able to do it. Yeah, no, we we face the same thing in our space as well. So how are how are things going overall with uh, mind recovery, uh, Luke? And how are you guys distributing it, and how do people get access to it? Uh, it's it's been really exciting for us at this point. <clears throat> We're selling the product online. Um, it's available for anybody to purchase. How do they get it online? They go, they can go to www.remindrecover.com and go to our store page. Remindrecover.com. Fantastic. And uh, Mike, anything you, you want to add before we uh, let you go? Website. Sure. We've also done some work with Mike Palm from Athletico. He's been very helpful and helped us put up some educational videos on the website on the role of omega-3s in brain health for contact sport athletes and then also on concussions as well. So for anyone who wants some more information on the topic. RemindRecover.com. All right, guys, thanks so much for, for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Mike Harriet, also Luke Thiem, and uh, Dr. Michael Lewis. We appreciate uh your efforts, guys. Thanks for coming in the studio, and uh, best of luck with uh, with your new product. And uh, always interesting to hear the uh, the new science behind some of these things. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Back with more Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, Fat-Burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmulkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. AlignMed, a science and clinical test-based company, addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults, and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get into At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. 
The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel with you. Remember, everybody, that our producer, board operator, George Cutsarillos, coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. And this is Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program, coming your way each and every Saturday morning between 8.30 and 9, only on ESPN 1000. Want to talk a little baseball and about the pitchers, major league style and down to the little leaguers, and no better person to do that than Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph, the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox. And, uh, Doc, thanks so much for, for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Throwing injuries that develop in late-season play for major and little leaguers. Let's start with the uh, major leaguers because you know the White Sox players so well. And, um, I, you know, I know they're not throwing nine innings uh in spring training or really in April or May, but when is their peak season and what are they like now in September and if these guys are going to the playoffs in October? You know, Steve, it, uh, thanks for thanks for you and George for having me on this weekend. It's a, I always enjoy the Saturday morning conversations. You know, I think as you say that, you know, it takes guys a little bit, a little while to sort of get ramped up, but, you know, by the end of May and early June, we're, we're expecting our starters uh, to be at full peak load. This time of year, however, we're kind of getting to the point where, if anything, we're worried about guys starting to wear down a little bit. And, uh, you know, we're seeing some of the pitchers, are, you know, sort of fatiguing a little bit faster. Uh, you know, I mean, I think Chris Sale, who's had a, you know, have a, had a strong season, obviously uh, a high strikeout count and high inning count has not gotten the support uh, that we'd hope to have him from a hitting perspective. But, you know, you sort of wonder, you know, we start to you know, have a little bit of a quicker trigger on getting, on getting Chris out of the game. Uh, as opposed to quote letting him uh, letting him pitch through to the, you know to the finish, so I, I think June, July, and August those are peak months. That's when playoff times are being decided, and unfortunately, late in the year, like it is right now, when the team's not playing as well, we're a lot more careful because certainly we've got the long term concern on the quality of our arms. So, and what about pitch count, uh, Doc? Um, well, you know, what what are we talking about in you know in, in March and April compared to September? guys start throwing competitively they'll start throwing bullpens in spring training in late february and then when spring training games get going in early march you know we're hoping to get them in you know uh, uh to 50 75 pitches and then gradually by the end of camp uh we hope to have the guys pitching about seven innings and certainly you know seven innings with a good outing and getting in that 80 to 100 pitch mark but once the season gets going then we're going to ramp up and you, you've seen chris sale you know certainly in peak performance in, Ju- in Ju- late june july and early august you know, go 100, 115, 120, and certainly in games where he's close to finishing and it would be a complete game, which are, you know, high marks and high importance to starting pitchers. Uh, we'll get into the, you know, 120 and above, and certainly we never let our pitchers go over 125, 130, unless it's really it's a, you know, an extreme situation. Uh, it's hard to say, you know, if you look back in the olden days, Steve, uh, you know, uh, many of the old-time Sox and Cub pitchers would throw 170, 180, even right. 200 pitches in a game. But I would say that guys didn't throw as hard or as often or the number of high-stress pitches that, that the guys throw nowadays. So, it's, it, you know, certainly it's a bit of a different time. 
Visiting with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, and he's the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox. Talking a little bit about uh, throwing injuries and pitch counts at this point late in the season for major leaguers and little leaguers and still uh, discussing the uh, the major leaguers at this point. And uh, Dr. Chuck, I, I wanted to ask you, um, what about um, the, the post-game uh techniques for these guys i mean uh, is it pretty much the same from spring training all the way through the season when you finish in at the end of uh september and early october um icing and different things or or do treatments change you know it varies from pitcher to pitcher but for the most part virtually all our white Sox pitchers come in and get iced down afterwards and then we actually after they ice down uh, we'll have the most of them come in and just do a little brief, a little short exercise routine on the rotator cuff, trying to encouraging blood flow back into the shoulder muscles to kind of clear out the metabolites, uh, making sure that you know they maintain their mobility, they don't stiffen up afterwards. Uh, we're pretty we're we're pretty diligent about that in our players that they have a, a cool down afterwards and then a, then a, a light workout routine next day. They you know they kind of get the day off, just coming and do some stretch and a light throw. And then, uh, and then day post, you know, post start day two, then they're going to start throwing a light bullpen and sort of ramping back up. But certainly, all our guys, we're we're a nice we're a nice shop here at uh, at at, uh, at U.S. Cellular Field, and uh, most of our guys uh, do uh, do prefer it. Uh, and then, as I said, we like that kind of that light exercise routine afterwards to get the blood flow and help clear out the metabolites. And Dr. Chuck, we're always hearing, uh, you know, twenty minutes of ice on. 20 minutes off is it just one 20 minute session or is it more than that well you know in the post game activity it's yeah. usually just one because in all honesty uh, after the and game, for 20 the minutes over, the guys want to get out yeah you know so uh a, you know certainly for therapeutic icing you know in a post operative situation or a post injury situation then we're going uh, you know 20 minutes on 20 off 20 on I, part of that, there's two reasons behind that. Number one is that if you have too much ice on the skin or too close, obviously you run the risk of frostbite, which is you know certainly a concern. And then the second issue is you don't want you do like to cycle in and off to sort of let the circulation recover without getting leading to undue swelling. In a post-operative situation where Dr. Cole or myself will use sort of compression ice with you know the various devices you know like cryo cuffs or, or cool therapy. Sometimes we'll leave the ice on continuously, but we always make sure that we never have ice or or the super cool fluid touching the skin directly. We still want some sort of uh, interface being a cotton dressing or something along that lines to protect the skin from a frostbite. Chuck, I was curious. Um, we use a, I, I haven't seen this in the Sox training room. Do you guys are you using any compression devices? We're we're doing a, a several other recovery modalities, although clearly. What has to recover after you know forty minutes of basketball is going to be a lot different than forty minutes of throwing or what have you, you know. Um, but I'm just curious: Are you using anything else like compression, serial compression, um, contrast baths, things like that? You know, Brian, we use a lot of contrast baths, but you know, since the majority of our our problems we deal with are elbow shoulder. and shoulder, they're yeah. just not as conducive uh, to the compression. We do use the compressive devices similar to what you guys do with the bowls. Uh, you know, when we do have the, the more unusual, the more rare, the ankle or the knee or the foot condition, but it just doesn't, you know, certainly doesn't work around the shoulder. We just can't get the, the degree of compression. So we're, we just, we just got the big ice machine and lots of, lots of ace wraps and, uh, contoured, uh, you know, contoured wraps that we use, um, Certainly on the legs, uh, we, we do like compression and the sequential compression. Uh, those devices work very well. So. 
Visiting with uh, head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, Dr. Chuck Bush Joseph from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. I'm Steve Cashel, along with Dr. Brian Cole, also from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, and our head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. Dr. Chuck, uh, what are the uh, scary signs? Uh, if these pitchers come up to you, uh, feel something, a tingling in the elbow, or it's the rotator cuff, uh, when do you shut them down? What, what, what signs do you see as far as symptoms? Well, Steve, you kind of pegged it, you know, and it varies from player based on, I hate to say it, but where they are in their status. You know, certainly the established major, major leaguers, you know, this time of year, a Carlos, you know, a Jose Quintana or a Chris Sale or even a John Danks, you know, they're, they're, they're safe and comfortable uh, where they are as major leaguers. And so they're a little bit more open. You know, certainly the players who are, 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 are looking for their first major league contract or their September call-ups uh, from the minor leagues, those players are a little bit more reticent. They don't want to lose any opportunity to throw. So we've got to be a little bit more forceful when we question them, and we certainly have to be a lot more observant in terms of their physical exam findings. One of the things that we do for our major league players, and we do suggest that parents and do for their kids, whether it be in junior high or high school, is we look at them. We measure their elbow range of motion and their shoulder motion basically on a weekly basis. And if we see any changes where they're losing shoulder motion or losing elbow motion, you know, certainly that piques our interest, and, uh, and those are essentially red flags that we're going to investigate a little bit deeper because, you know, motivation varies from player to player about their willingness to report injury based on their comfort level about where they sit on the roster. And finally, Dr. Chuck, um, take us down to the, uh, the Little League level. And, uh, you know, I've got an 11-year-old who pitched a lot um, for the Naperville White Sox uh, this past summer. You know, he played 42 games, and um, he saw two or three innings usually at the end. Um, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, a month and a half off, and now in fall ball. So what suggestions do they have for the parents out there, like myself, who, you know, he says, ah, oh, Dad, I'm hurting a little bit. Sometimes he throws through the, the pain. Well, I think, you know, Steve, you gave me the right answer right off the bat. You said that, you know, after a summer season, your son had about a month and a half off, which is really the right answer. Uh, and then you're starting to ramp him back up. And so is he getting back into, you know, into the throwing motion and pitching and even in game situations in the late fall ball season? Number one is just making sure that he's not overthrowing. You know, sometimes in, these, in certain situations, the kids see that tendency that they've got shorter opportunities, so they're going to put a little bit of extra juice and they try to overthrow. Number two, you've got to make sure they've got good delivery and good technique. And then number three, uh, they, you know, again, we go through the same issues about do they have a full range of motion? Are they pitching with good technique and good delivery? Just like with our, you know, with our, our pitchers that are in the rising phase, like Carlos Rodon, you know, he's up to about 125 innings this year, which is probably more than he's ever thrown in either his collegiate uh, or minor league, minor league career. And so we're much more careful. I think the thing that you mentioned right off the bat, though, that your son had a good period of rest. And, and as, many, as our guest on, on this show many times, Jimmy Andrews, will say that kids have to have at least three months off. If they're throwing more than nine months a year, their risk for injury goes dramatically higher than if they don't. So. Wonderful stuff. Appreciate it, Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, our head team physician for the Chicago White Sox. Always uh, great information. Appreciate it, Dr. Chuck. Thanks for the opportunity. Chuck, have a great morning. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. All right. With Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Stay with us. More Sports Medicine Weekly right after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Reading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit allosource.org. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what 
probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. And the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across four Chicagoland locations, with a new location in northwest Indiana coming soon. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Well, that will do it for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations as well as Samantha Smith. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Back to do it again next week. We'll see you then. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. The Patriots are leading the NFL in points per game, while the Jets' defense allows the fewest. Gronkowski's got a touchdown! They collide this Sunday with first place in the AFC East on the line. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio.